Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and I am like on cloud freaking nine right now. So I wanted to share this episode in particular when it was really fresh, because I think over time, these small details that created a large impact sometimes can get lost. So that being said, last night I was invited to participate in a sweat lodge hosted by a Lakota medicine woman. It was such, um, honestly, like such a transformational experience and such a rebirth um, that sometimes it's kind of hard to put into words, definitely. Um, and it's also something that I want to preface is that I am sharing this from a space of my experience, not speaking on any of the ceremonial traditions or specifics of any others in the group, just so that I can honor their lineage and their culture and their heritage, and but also illuminate to those who are interested in not only raising their own vibration, but interested in healing themselves, healing others, interested in kind of what the earth is going through right now. You see um, how our planet is really struggling in its basic ecosystems. And part of that is, well, the majority of that is our behavior as human beings. And I think right now we're really searching for ways in which we can get back to our roots, so to speak, and get back in ways, uh, utilizing ways to holistically heal. Um, We are designed to be supported by earth. And we've gotten very far from that as far as the foods that we eat and the sedentary lifestyles and all the um, pharmaceutical uh, medicines that we take most of us on a daily basis or have at some point really relied heavily on substances, things of that nature that are really outside of our natural ways of living. So I know something like a sweat lodge with the guidance of a medicine woman is something that as soon as I shared, I was going to experience. I had a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear. So that being said, this is the experience um, of mine from the sweat lodge last evening. I let me preface a little bit of the scenario before we walk into kind of my physical experience there, but I My mom has been invited into this sweat lodge 
since last, like, I think end of the summer. So I'm recording this uh, February 2nd, 2020. And she's been participating in them, I want to say, since July or August of last year. And I remember her saying to me, I'm so excited. Um, You know, I was asked, you know, I, I was told I was able, basically, you have to be invited. And it's really typically no more than uh, like 15 people or so. It's very, very small. And part of that is the safety of others and also um, maintaining the integrity of the traditions and not allowing too much energy, too many frequencies, I think, in one space. Um, This is my perception, at least. And so when she shared with me that she was going, instantly I was like, oh, I want to do that. Um, not really having, I think, I wasn't quite sure, even though my mom has, um, always been interested in the metaphysical realm, always been dabbling in, um, the energetic fields and spirituality and holistic healing. So this honestly does not come out of left field, like around my neck of the woods. (laughs) This is, um, a very... Something that is the first time, but not abnormal in my world. And I think when you begin on a spiritual journey, those types of opportunities, um, when you're really looking to discover yourself and um, unearth different levels of consciousness, those opportunities really present themselves to you. So she had been presented with this opportunity and I was like, okay, well, I like you go first. I'll let you be the guinea pig. And you know, and I'm like, I have been in, you know, I've done Bikram yoga. Um, I regularly do a hot vinyasa class, um, yoga class, where it is upwards of, you know, anywhere f- like right around, I think, 85 to 95 degrees in the room. And you figure the humidity is going and everybody's moving, sweating, breathing. Um, so definitely a very hot room. Um, if you never knew that your eyelids or your shins have pores to sweat from surprise they do go take one of those classes you'll begin to you'll get to experience it firsthand um so the sweating part wasn't actually the part that i was nervous about like the hot part um i was actually concerned with the length of how long it was going to be so she has been going now fairly regularly with this medicine woman to her sweat lodges and has come back with nothing but like the um i think most grounded and and peaceful experiences um very mystical experiences sometimes and sometimes not sometimes more of a grounding earthing experience and so right around the beginning of beginning mid-january was my sister's birthday and she had given my sister she's like oh I made this for for her it's a sweat dress and I was like I'm sorry a what (laughs) a what she said a sweat dress she's going to go to the sweat lodge with me you know and there is a whole ceremony behind it I'm not really familiar with it and I don't feel like I can speak on that too much but basically it is a um, dress that you wear inside of the sweat lodge um 
and you don't wear it anywhere else and it's very sacred and it has to be all caught and there are certain parameters for it and I said oh I I want to go to a sweat lodge it just literally like flew out of my mouth I had been thinking this for so long and every time the opportunity came up for me to ask like is this something that I would be able to go with you to I just I don't know why my voice felt very stifled and I've shared openly um, on here before as well as all of my other platforms that I'm very aware of a throat chakra blockage that I had for a long period of time and have been working on it pretty actively for the past several years. Um, it's something though that I notice is my trigger of speaking my truth, sharing my voice, asking for what I want and being open to open to receiving those things as well. So it just literally flew out of my mouth. Can I want to go to one of those? And she was like, sure, let me ask the medicine woman and make sure it's okay and get her permission because again, it is a very sacred ceremony and as long as it's okay with her, then yes. I was like, okay, cool. So she gets back to me. Medicine woman says, yes, I'm, I'm ecstatic initially. And then literally all of a sudden this fear creeps in. And I was telling um, my boyfriend, I was like, I don't know if I want to go on Saturday. Like I, I literally prior to going to the sweat lodge spent four or five hours at volleyball games for my kids. And I had gone to a, I, I had intentionally been putting off like buying my material for my sweat dress and all of these things. And I was like, why? Like my, this is the difference between, um, like when your instinct is telling you and your gut and your intuition is telling you that it's something that's wrong versus something that you're just scared of, but it's trying your into your physical mind, your thinking mind is trying to talk you out of. Um, it still felt very right for me to go. Like I didn't have bad feelings around it. I was very aware of my solar plexus. So this, your third chakra is um, your relationship with yourself. So this is why a lot of times like anxiety, fear, um, those feelings that those gut feelings literally happen in your gut because that's where your your intuition and your knowing of self is housed. So I wasn't getting any of those feelings um, at all, but my thinking brain was trying very much to deter me from leaning into something that's uncomfortable and new and a new experience. And, um, and so I grappled with it for a few days going back and forth. But every time I would say it, literally my inner knowing, like my, my, not my physical body, but like my spiritual energetic body, like was like, no, you need to go. Like it was very clear. I just didn't want to listen, which is usually how most times work. And so I buy my material. I give it to my mom. She's like, okay, your sweat dress is done. And even up until like Friday night, I was like, oh, like the kids kind of had like a little bit of a head cold. Like, can I, I was like, oh, I woke up Saturday morning and like felt a little off like and I was like oh maybe I might be getting sick like and there's that thinking brain again telling me to to shy away from change and to shy away from something that is going to be unfamiliar it means I'm going to go into uncharted waters this is your physical body trying to keep you safe but my spiritual body knows better and knows what's right for me which is why it kept pushing me to lean into this experience so I'm like nope fuck it. I'm going like no matter what. 
I'm going. And so we go and everybody brings a little something to eat afterwards. So I made sure I had my little snack. I had my sweat dress. Like I had a change of clothes and water for afterwards. And um, we get there and this is uh, one of the larger sweats, from my understanding, um, that has been held. Um, Normally they are quite a bit smaller. And um, myself and I believe four others were all new, had never been four ish, I think maybe five, um, had never experienced a sweat lodge before. And you go and there's this giant fire pit where all of these, I can't remember how many rocks, um, but they look like they're like the size of like a volleyball. Okay. Maybe a little smaller. And I, so like they're, they're good size rocks and there's a lot of them in this pit and it's literally on fire and it has been on fire for hours. These rocks literally look like molten lava rocks, like straight from the bottom of the earth. Like they just dug them up straight from the core. And there's some benches for you to kind of sit if you want to sit and kind of meditate prior or, you know, kind of wait for it to begin. And then there's this small dome, um, in my, clearly in my ignorance or in my just, um, you know, watch too many movies. I really thought it would be a little more wigwam teepee, like a little more pointed. I, I don't know why I didn't think I, I was like, and it was a lot smaller. Like it came like chest high. Um, for reference, I'm six ten, or six ten. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's tall. I'm five ten, um, and I honestly thought it would for sure be above my head. Um, again, this is my ignorance, and um, I don't know. You just don't really know. I had no idea what I was really walking into. Um, I've always felt very called to. Um, um, like Indian culture, um, Native American culture. And so I had researched some, but in my brain of like how I pictured it to be, for some reason that never correlated, even though I've, I've actually, I mean, I've seen them, I've read up on these and stuff like that, but it, it clearly never registered because I got there and I was still surprised. <laughs> and um, we are saged by uh, one of the women that's assisting in the ceremony and we are we were lined up and we all literally crawl into the um crawl into the space so the sweat lodge itself is um symbolizes the womb and a rebirth. So when you go to a sweat lodge, it's very much to rid yourself of something that is not serving you. Um, whether it's you, whether you're praying for somebody else, whether you're holding space for somebody else, um, you're really there in service to kind of give of what you can and to suffer, to understand that through suffering comes um, enlightenment and comes um, those that fulfillment that comes the clarity um, if things, you know, if you ever, if you really think about it, 
you know, happiness is very much fleeting. You have that moment of happiness and it's gone and you're always kind of chasing that. Um, and one of the women um, that was there with me last night spoke about this, that, you know, you're always kind of chasing that moment. But fulfillment, that feeling of fulfillment and contentment and gratitude never really leaves in the same way. You feel continually fulfilled if you're continually searching to purify and um, uplift and level up in in who you are. So we all we all crawl in and in the center of of the symbolic womb is a hole, uh, a dug you know this this area that's been dug out, that these are where the rocks are going to go. So you bring in so many, or the fire uh, attendant is bringing in so many at a time. She's tending to, the rocks are called grandfathers, and she's tending to these grandfather rocks. And I felt this very um, symbolic, at least. I'm not sure if this is how their tribal culture teaches it, But for me, it was very much interesting that we are inside of a womb, um, essentially to the process of rebirth, and they are bringing in um, the masculine protective energy of the grandfather, Um, you know, bringing in grandfather spirits and that masculine and feminine energy combining in order to create the opportunity for birth. Um, Again, this is my interpretation. Um, So she begins to bring them in and the medicine woman begins to bless these these rocks and when she brings the rocks in they glowed I have never seen anything quite like it they glowed like they were literally on fire like the molten lava had like solidified but it still looked that color when you see a volcanic eruption and you see that neon orange that's exploding from the earth that's what these rocks looked like and she had a whole ceremony of blessing them and as she as one rock was brought brought in at a time again i wasn't counting because i was really you know counting how many rocks like a lot of those like little details of how she was facilitating this ceremony are lost on me because I was really focusing on being very present and my experience there. And every time she brought in a rock, I cried. And I'm like, well, this is (laughs) unexpected. Now I am very much uh, a crier per se, like in emotional um, way like I'm not an emotional person like necessarily when I'm sad it's more of very sensitive to that kind of energy and empathetic energy things like that um but not necessarily always when I'm sad so it was very interesting um that every single time one was brought in I wasn't sad or anything like that but tears just came this expression of emotion of energy from my body and it felt very much a feeling of gratitude and a feeling of protection and um and then once the the space the door was closed the space the ceremonies began so there were four rounds of them kind of bringing in these rocks and each round uh symbolized a different 
part of your life and kind of going through um, a very, I mean, instantly you begin to sweat because what happens is she begins to pour for you, the medicine woman. And when that happens over these, like, fl- they're not flaming as far as like, f- you know, physical flames, like on fire in the tent, but you can tell they are literally like on fire on the inside is what it looks like. Um, this eruption of steam into this space, this womb. And being that not only do I come from a background of being very familiar with breath work and utilizing the breath in different experiences, um, taking myself into spaces of very challenging breath work when fear and when exhaustion and when anxiety creeps in and when um, like he, I've taken myself to very extreme circumstances to, for the, the purpose of purification. Um, in yoga, this is called tapas. Um, it's one of the, um, it's a part of the eight limbs of yoga, which if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a few episodes back. It's really wonderful if you want some clarity on that. But I didn't feel Yes, it was hot. I mean, my sweat dress was literally, it was more just like, <laughs> it, like a wet cloth, <laughs> less like a, a sweat dress. Um, I mean, it was just, it was soaked. Um, I sw- sweat, my entire body was sweating. Um, but you know what is so interesting is, yes, I felt hot, but like the physical sensations of your body began to subside. Like we were in there for probably, I think we were in there for around three hours. Um, again, time kind of gets lost on you. It may, it might have been closer to two and a half, three, but, um, I not once did I need to go to the bathroom. Not once did I feel hungry. And I went in mildly. I had fasted for a few hours prior. So I didn't want to have a full belly. I wanted to make sure that I'd gone to the bathroom, like number one and number two, just in case I didn't know what, honestly, the fear, the heat, the humidity, the people, the energy, like what that was going to elicit in my own body to react to. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to play it safe, to be completely honest. And um, so I didn't feel any of those things. I also found it very interesting because um, it is very small. When I say it's maybe 10 by 10, I mean that may actually be like an, um, an over exact, I mean, it's maybe 12 by, no, there's no way it's not 12 by 12. It's gotta be about 10 by 10. It is very, very small. So you have this pit that's dug out through the middle and you have, I think ours was 14 people. I can't remember. Uh, roughly again, like I wasn't counting. I wasn't kind of paying attention to a lot of the particulars because I was being very present with my body and my experience. And I have sat in meditations and right about 20 to 20, like right around 20 minutes, especially if I'm sitting cross-legged, my bottom leg always goes to sleep. So for me, that's always my right leg. That's just my comfortable crisscross applesauce. And my foot begins to fall asleep. I I mean, I was able to move and things like that, but you really didn't have space to. And 
not once did my leg fall asleep. Now I felt the need to move because you do feel discomfort. Um, you're sitting on the ground. There is no cushion. It's literally like there were there was a little bit of like kind of um, uh, maybe some textile on the ground, but I could I had my hands in the earth at one point, and that I'll explain that in a minute. Um, but my leg never fell asleep. All body sensations, physical body sensations, began to completely subside throughout this process. Um, so it happened four times. And so you go through the first round um, and there's singing and it's beautiful and very, very trance-like. And I felt very comforted. I felt very held and very supported. And um, then after that round is done, the door is opened. More grandfathers are brought in and the door is closed and it begins again. There's periods of sharing um, sharing experiences, all of these things. And there was twice during this particular sweat that I felt a surge of somebody else's energy physically hit my body and my physical body responded. So one time I responded with crying, um, and instantaneously I was told this energy is not yours. This experience is not yours. Give it back and give it with love. So automatically my body, like the feeling of, um, of mourning, of crying, of sadness left my body. And I moved back into a very like harmonious, peaceful trance, um, like experience in my own mind. Um, it happened again where I instantly felt somebody's fear and anxiousness. Um, definitely like when you describe a panic attack, my body, I've never experienced a pan panic attack. I'm very, very fortunate. Um, but instantly it hit my body and I knew it was somebody else's. I wasn't physically feeling panicked. I... I knew I wasn't afraid. I didn't feel like that, but I was feeling somebody else's energetic expression. Because when you're in that womb-like space, you are sharing energy. And I was told again, it is not yours to experience. Give it back with love. And again, physically, my entire body released and relaxed and I gifted that person with love. And I felt almost, and I don't know if this is my my background in yoga, but I brought my hands to prayer and I brought it up to my third eye and asked for guidance of what to do to hold this person and support them in their feelings support them in their experience while maintaining my own energy and that was really really important for me and something I knew I needed to be clear of um, because we weren't finished yet and I needed to feel like I could I could continue on and if I gave of my energy that was holding me present in my own experience then I would not be able to withstand that of others energies infiltrating my physical and energetic body so I needed 
to be clear that I needed to be my, what I needed for energy needed to be protected while I was giving. And so my hands are up at my forehead and all of a sudden, um, the like, and I've shared this before on, on kind of some other, the masculine and feminine, um, podcast and some other things, but your left side of your body is your feminine side. It's your receiving side. And the right side of your body is your masculine side. It's your giving side. So instantly they just, I was told like, hold your hands up. And so I'm holding my hands out. Um, it felt like a very, like, like I was kind of in church (laughs) to be completely honest. And you're kind of holding them up not like above my head, but kind of shoulder height or whatever. My elbows are down, but my hands are, are closer to my shoulders. And my left hand feels cool and soothed and relaxed. And my right hand, my giving hand, feels hot and clammy and fiery. Very different from the rest of my body. Exponentially warmer. And it is buzzing and vibrating from my palm. Um, And the distinct clarity of the separation of giving what I could energetically while holding my own. Like I had to be able to hold both up and observe the difference in energetic feeling so that I knew I was giving what I needed to give while still remaining present with myself, with my own energy, maintaining my own energetic field and my own healing process. Um, and then, and then the round was over. Well, the round wasn't completely over, but at one point I was like, okay, I can put my hands down and, and the energy within within uh, the small community there really began to settle and became very much more at ease. We continued through um, finishing up with the passing of a peace pipe, um, which was so, so beautiful. And I felt so honored to be able to partake in that. And um, it was one of those experiences. I came home, A, I didn't think... I noticed instantaneously the shift of energy, just leaving, leaving that experience, um, being rebirthed, coming out of the womb. Um, the funny, well, I don't know if not funny, haha, funny, interesting, and there are no synchronicities in life. Um, I, before I went into sweat, um, and I, I, before I went to meet my mom to leave, um, I pulled out my oracle card deck. So this particular deck that I use for only my personal use um, is one based in yogic um, culture and yogic history. Um, It's one that contains like all eight limbs of yoga. Um, It contains um, different like breathwork cards. It contains different um, deities cards like um, Durga and Saraswati and um, Buddha and like all of these, anyways, all of these uh, traditional yogic (coughs) cards. So, (coughs) excuse me. I spread them out and pull a card. And the card was very clear. It literally felt like a pinprick when I held my hand over it. And was like, this is me, pick this card. It's like, okay. <laughs> so I picked the card and it is Shiva, which is the god of rebirth. 
Now, mind you, I wasn't, I wanted to go into the sweat lodge without researching too, too much. I didn't want to go in with too many expectations. Um, I was aware of the significant healing that it can facilitate. I was aware of the uh, level of consciousness that I would be able to experience um, or had the opportunity to. Um, and I was aware of physically um, kind of what my body would go through. But again, until you actually experience it, you can't speak fluently on how it actually feels. You can only speak on the particulars, right? It's like if you've never eaten an apple and somebody's trying to describe to you what an apple tastes like and you're like, well, (laughs) that's all great. But again, the taste is all imaginary until you actually experience it. So I didn't really want to get into too many of the specificities of, of the whole, the whole experience. Um, and I was really, really glad because literally as soon as she's explaining a lot of the symbolism behind like the womb and the grandfathers and all of the other elements of this experience, um, I, the card and the, the very clear pinprick of like, this is your card for the night was so interesting. Um, because I went in with the intention for myself of, in my work and the way that I teach and the way that I guide and help and heal others, I wanted the clarity of message and I wanted to guide those who need the help that I have to offer. I wanted to guide those individuals to me. Um, Like I have been guided to so many of my teachers and I'm like, if I had chose something different, gosh, how different my life would be how much more closed-minded I would be, how much more um, in the dark I would feel in my own body. Like the lack of awareness that I would have of my own self, I just is mind-blowing to me. And so I continually speak words of gratitude for all of these people and relationships and connections that are brought into my life that have really change the trajectory of my life so significantly. And I ask that for those who need my help and those who need my guidance, be guided to me like I was guided to others. And there, during these four rounds, there was this like clarity of like, you are continuing to be shown what is true for you and your purpose here in life, your dharma, um, as it's put in Sanskrit. Um, And I have like over, I want to say the past year or so, the amount of like, right when I need something, right when I, I'm like, this I think is where I should go. Like all of those things begin to show up and line up. And so when I talk about like manifesting and doing all of these things, it's not because I, I'm witnessing them happen in my own life. 
um, this sweat lodge being an example of like, I was clearly very ready to up level in my consciousness. I was ready to experience um, a higher level of perceiving. And um, I definitely feel that post post the sweat lodge, I definitely feel very, very clear um, and definitely received very well the sense of comfort and assurance and clarity that I was going into this for. So I will forever be grateful for, for this experience. So now post, um, post the sweat lodge for the next four days, you are in a state of prayer and in a state of, of receiving guidance essentially. So as I, it it was interesting because I, at first, um, I, I wasn't initially going to share this on a podcast because again, I want to be clear and to be respectful of the Lakota traditions and ceremonies. And I never want to create any disharmony or disrespect. Um, but I kept being prompted like share, 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 share. Um, so I got up this morning, I did my meditation. Um, I always read some, it depends on what book I'm on at that point, but I have a couple like spiritual text books. Um, so I'm currently reading the yoga sutras of Patanjali. And so I read a little bit of that and then I was determined because I last night or I, last night I was just too wiped to journal about it. Um, but I was determined to get up and journal about the experience this morning. Um, it's like five pages long, (laughs) but I, I was like, I almost didn't journal because I really felt so called to share it in a audible, um, experience because of my knowing that a lot of my power does reside in my words and speaking and which is probably part of the reason I felt like my throat chakra was was blocked when I was down a path that was not aligned with what was meant for my purpose here in life um and every time I've stepped up to speak and to share my experience the way it's been received is astounding to me so I knew that I needed to share this here with you in a way that you, that I needed, but probably that you needed as well. The way that we're consuming is very different. And I felt like sharing my experience without sharing the particulars um, was a really great way for you to understand the importance of continuing to seek self-exploration while you're here on this earth. The amount of peace and love and joy that it has brought to my life, I cannot explain to you. Um, it's something that you can only really experience for yourself, but you have to do the work. You don't, you know, you you don't necessarily have to go to a sweat lodge, you know, day one, but start with understanding yourself. Start by questioning why you do the things you do. Start by questioning behaviors that you don't love about yourself. Start by questioning patterns and habits and, and, and uh, bonds that you have with others and why do you kind of always pick the same type of partner? Why do you always um, have the same kind of conversations? Like really begin to self-analyze like 
who are you and how are you showing up in this world? And then that arises from there the opportunity to shift and to change and to evolve and to grow. Um, And so this very much for me felt like it was something that I was ready for, which is maybe why I've been putting it off uh, for quite some time. Maybe I wasn't ready. I'm I definitely felt ready last night and I felt so honored to be uh, blessed with such an amazing group of people for my first experience. So now the next four days being in prayer, um, you, you're you told to be aware of dreams, be aware of conversations, be aware of internal dialogue. It's another reason why I wanted to record this. I wanted to just talk like there's nothing in front of me. I don't, I'm not reading from my five page journal. <laughs> I am just speaking from my like unbridled truth and in hopes that it prompts you to continue to search out what's right for you. Um, I'm interested to see what the next four days hold for me um, as far as I don't remember a ton of my dreams. Um, I never really have. I did have one last night that I thought was very interesting um, and I wrote it down. Um, I'm not really prepared to share that, but um, it was interesting, great, like really, really good, not interesting, scary guys. Um, but maybe at some point I will feel like I can share those with you. Um, but it very much felt in alignment with what I needed, what I'm being called for. So that was very affirming and again, comforting. I had a lot of comfort during this experience. So um, I know others, every sweat's going to be different. So I'm actually really looking forward to going to another one um, and experiencing maybe the same, maybe more something different. Um, You come every day and show up to your life in a different body than you did yesterday. Um, Down to the conversations you had, foods you ate, movement, all of those things change and continually shift internally. Um, so when you wake up every day, you really do wake up with a new body and you choose how you're going to honor it on a daily basis. So I'm very excited to see what, uh, how I show up in another space like that and, uh, ready for a rebirth. So, um, I feel so honored to have been accepted to experience that in such, um, a loving held supported way. I'm so, so thankful for, um, the Lakota medicine woman who facilitated the experience. I'm grateful for her to have kept up her people's traditions and honoring of mother earth and, uh, ancestors and spirit. And I, I, I can't wait to share more of this with you. If this episode is something that really resonated with you, if you are interested in learning more, um, you can always send me an email, um, shalane at shalanecarter.com. You can always find me on Instagram at shalane carter. <laughs> really, I make it really, really complicated. Um, but I would love to take a screenshot of this episode, really share it, um, ask me questions. I would love to have a conversation um, around this and really open you up as well to the opportunities of healing modalities for you um, to really get in touch with who you are, your soul, your spirit, and the divine, something greater than you. Um, But until next time, guys, cheers. Cheers.